Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Where is God in This? So it's been quite a long time since the last time I recorded an episode, mostly because life just kind of gave underway and I am in college, so there was just a lot of stuff going on at once. And I believe what I suffered from is this thing called burnout. So I am going to read an excerpt from my journal. Um, I was just really thinking about burnout and how that seems to affect everyone I know. And it's really a hard feeling to shake off, although it's possible to do it. And I've certainly been burned out every semester and every quarter of every school year. And what I've noticed this particular school year is that I experienced burnout in the fall semester. It's now the spring semester. And the spring semester just began, but I seem to still be suffering with the like cloud of burnout. So how burnout kind of feels if you haven't felt it before, or if you don't know that you have, at least for me, it's this feeling of like, almost like despair and like apathy towards whatever we're doing so for me I actually like school I like the people I'm living with I like the content I'm studying I like the work that I have I like my campus but then it gets to a point in every semester where it's just very tiring to always wake up so early to go from this class to the next class to work to just always be on top of your game. And so as a result, I experience burnout just like a lot of my other peers, but we don't really recognize it as burnout. We know the term, we think we understand the concept, but we, I find that a lot of us are blind to the realization that we actually are currently experiencing burnout or may have had been experiencing burnout for a long time. And burnout, I think, can carry over for a really long time. You know, this, like, just very long time of feeling, like, very sad and losing hope, losing meaning in what you're doing, finding a lot of boredom, becoming very cynical, um, becoming very irritable towards people, um, becoming very dejected in your work, not producing good quality work that you care about anymore. I think that all um, in total kind of summarizes burnout, although you can definitely watch more YouTube videos about it. That's kind of how I learned a little bit more on what burnout is and realized that that is definitely what I've experienced. Um, So I'm just going to read a short excerpt from my journal about my reflection on burnout Um, because like I am still experiencing that it's something that I'm still struggling with like this feeling of you know melancholy and like like not really caring so much about my schoolwork and my work even though I enjoy it and I enjoy the people that I'm in classes with it's just still like this cloud just like hanging over me that makes everything just very boring and it's not the life that we are meant to live like 
as Catholics, we're meant to be joyful, you know, like we've been saved, we have a purpose in life, and God is so good and continues to bless us and grace us, even if we're feeling sad, if we're feeling lonely, if we're feeling burnout, and I can still recognize those things, but I'm certainly not as, like, upbeat, and I'm certainly not as creative uh, or motivated or inspired as I could be, um, And that's okay. Like, we all get to a point where we feel burnout. And I think it's just a matter of recognizing it, admitting that we're in a stage of burnout, and then really trying to fix that, you know, and to take care of ourselves better. Um, So this is the excerpt that I have. So I'm just going to read it as is because I just communicate better in writing. So... I discovered what I've been feeling began with burnout, which led to hopelessness, which led to my near depression. You used to think I was seasonally depressed, and sure, to some degree, of course, the weather changes my body, but I think it is more so the case of burnout. The weather, I think, just more quickly triggers this feeling. So how do we prevent burnout? It is important first to take preventative measures, to sleep at the right times and eat well, to pray and maintain peace, to be with others and to be alone, to live a well-balanced life. With all this, you must also find meaning in your life. How do you find meaning in your life? For Catholics, this means closing the door and talking one-on-one with God. It makes sense to talk to the one who made us, He would know us best, and we believe he instilled in us a purpose when he created us. Thus, to know our purpose and to discover life's meaning, we must speak to the one who can reveal our true self to us. Most everyone can agree that humans are messy. We are largely unknown, even to ourselves. I think a lot of the point of life is figuring out who we are and where we fit into the puzzle of life. I think we can find great consolation in knowing we have a place in this puzzle, that we were made as a perfect fit in consideration to everything else ever made. We are made with purpose and meaning in our lives. We do not have to make it for ourselves. And this is good, because as we can all agree, humans are messy. We are a mystery unto ourselves even. It is right and good to have a perfect and loving Father reveal to us a greater plan for our lives. And it is okay to submit to this plan, trusting it is good as the one who made it. And why is it good? Because God is love. And he knows nothing else but to love his creation well. So burnout, where does it fit? For all of humanity... It can largely be said that we've all been looking for meaning and love. Every human ever born is looking for love and meaning. Love creates meaning, and meaning feeds love. You need to know what you love, and you have to mean it. (laughs) That was kind of corny. You must not only do what you love, but take the necessary, often preventative measures to continue to find new meaning in what you love, to find new ways to love what you mean. So burnout. One, find and maintain a well-balanced routine. Two, find meaning, find love. Two, A, 
This means talking to the ultimate love and creator of all meaning. Three, repeat. So, burnout. It happens. Not as many people, I think, can recognize it within themselves as we ought to. I think we kind of see it and feel it more as just like this deep sadness and apathy and loss of meaning. And I don't think a lot of us understand that. You know, I kind of discussed it in this excerpt that we are definitely a mystery onto ourselves and we're also very messy. Um, I'm very blessed with some really good friends that I have some good conversations with. And I think each and every one of us has someone like that in our lives that maybe it's been a long time since we last talked to them, but we like to talk to them. They help us to kind of figure out our our thoughts. Um, I know for myself, I'm an external processor, so it's really helpful for me to talk to someone. So if you're like that as well, and you're struggling with burnout, you should really talk to someone about that and try to figure out like, okay, am I struggling with burnout? And, you know, how can I find meaning in my life? Um, but part of that too, you can't, this is kind of what I realized lately, because when I struggle with burnout, I kind of just like, I really do burn out. Like I stop talking to people. I stop caring about things. I start, I stop caring about myself. And one really bad thing that I do is I stop talking to God. And that of course worsens the burnout and increases the length of that burnout because I'm not allowing myself to receive grace. I'm not going to the source of life. I'm, I stop um, remembering my identity as a daughter of God. I stop receiving and giving love. You know, it's just a mess when you stop talking to God. And that is exactly what I did. (laughs) And I know that I'm not the only one, so I'm not going to feel ashamed about that. Although it's not good and I'm on my way out of burnout. Like, For me, what has kind of been helpful is to recognize that I've done the bad thing by turning away from the source of my life, from love, from meaning of my life. And I've really turned into myself, which gets messy, it gets dark, it gets lonely in there, and I don't want to do that. Um, But as an imperfect human, it is my impulse to run and hide, even if I know it's the wrong thing to do. But thankfully, I've had good friends that reach out to me that really are like, that have tried to get me out of my shell and talk about God and think about God. And for me, these were like some of the first steps before I can finally bring myself to like close the door and talk one-on-one with God, which I'm still not doing that well, but you have to start somewhere and it's okay to fall off the track in your prayer life, in your well-balanced life, whatever you've fallen off the track of. Um, It's okay. And it's okay to start from level one, level negative 0.5 even. But you have to start, right? I, it's a lot of effort to rebuild whatever kind of got destroyed in the fire of, you know, your burnout. It's a lot of effort. It's a lot of 
oh wow, I forgot like just how hard it is to rebuild my prayer life and even harder to maintain it and not get discouraged. Um, especially something I've been struggling with and I know I'm not the only one who's struggled with that. Um, and so it's important to find a community to encourage you and to just really, you know, put on those big girl pants and just sphere head into this difficulty because you can't live your life burnt out forever you can't that's not a you can't even maintain burnout simply like just like you can't maintain like the craziness of always being on you also can't maintain a life of continually burning out you are not made for a life of you know 24 7 melancholy you know like you're not made for a life of complete isolation from god you have to eventually get to a point where you accept that you want out of that and start walking out of it. Um, And you're going to need to start asking for grace. And you're going to need to start asking for your friends to hold your hand and to help you. And you need to start looking at yourself, admitting to yourself that you've done this or that. And next, taking yourself by a loving hand with your father in the other hand and walking out of those shadows. Um, So if that's where you are now, I know we've just concluded the holidays. Um, We're in the winter season. I'm sure I'm not the only one, definitely not the only student that has carried over their burnout from like the holiday seasons um, onto this new year, this bright new year, right? you are not alone and you should never feel alone even when you've isolated yourself like for me for example I've definitely isolated myself I have a tendency to do that when I'm experiencing burnout Um, I know that I'm not alone and I know God is always tapping on my window trying to give me graces slipping little graces through the door of the room that I've like closed myself into and surely but slowly you will come to love your life again. You will come to find meaning in your life again because you are not made to forever wallow in your burnout. You are made with a purpose, with love in your heart, with a place in the puzzle of life. And you are made to thrive. You are made to know your worth as a child of God, as a beloved child of God. You were made for fellowship in a wonderful and loving and supportive community. You were made to work hard and to work excellently doing what you are great at, what you love, what will serve the world, and what will serve your God. So you were made for all these things. And that is no pressure onto you. That is just to say that you have inherent meaning and value in your life. And you should never lose sight of that. You can lose sight of it, but you should never lose sight of it because it's in you. Even if you forget it, even for a moment, if you forget all those things, which um, for more than just a moment, (laughs) most people forget these things. It's always going to be there, right? Um, So put on a brave face. We're all going to get through this. It's going to be okay. 
I don't know where you are. Maybe you've just got out of your burnout. Maybe you're still deep in it. Maybe you're just now admitting it. Maybe you, I don't know, have never experienced burnout but know someone who has. Wherever you are in your life, you will get through it and you will eventually thrive. But you have to stick close to the one who knows your heart, who knows you, who knows the best way for you to thrive. You have to stick close to him. So I'm also kind of talking to myself with that. So you're not alone if you are kind of, you know, not doing so hot in that department. But I'm here to support you. The world is here to support you. God is here to support you. All the angels and saints are here to support you. We'll get through this and we will thrive and do great things because we were meant for greatness. We were meant to become saints. So with that, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Where is God in This? I hope it really helped you. I know I'm still struggling with burnout and trying to get out of it. But I think it's always nice to hear a little bit of encouragement of someone who's experiencing something likewise. Um, I've gotten myself out of burnout before. I don't think by like knowingly really doing it. I think it just naturally happened because I happened to find love and I happened to find meaning um, by way of God's grace and, you know, love and pushing me this or that way. Um, But I think for this point in my life, I'm recognizing it more for what it is. Um, And I am trying so to like get out of it. So that's really it. There's definitely a lot of YouTube videos on burnout. There's a lot that is on there online. But I would definitely say just try to form for yourself a well-balanced life. So by that I mean get some sleep eat well, get some sun, talk to friends, have you time, like, you know, the basic things that your body and your mind needs to be healthy so that you can then take the next step, which is to be able to put your heart into something, you know, like, you need to be healthy enough to have maintained a certain level of just, like, good balance And then everything else kind of falls into place, you know, when you have a good night of sleep, when you eat really well, you can think a little bit better, you can think a little clearer, you can laugh a little better, you can remember to text your mom or your best friend. Things fall into place slowly, one at a time. So don't get flustered at the thought of oh I have to you know make a routine now and I should eat a salad today and get to bed by 7 p.m and wake up by 5 a.m and do five rosaries and don't go crazy (laughs) trying to do it all at once if all you can do today is to get a good night of rest good then focus on getting to bed today at 9 p.m and then wake up accordingly at like 8 a.m then when you wake up at 8 a.m., maybe try to eat some good Cheerios or something. And then if you can get yourself to eat a good breakfast, then maybe get yourself to read some scripture and just keep writing and adding to your goodness. And don't let your mistakes or badness stop you from continuing to try good, to try to pursue goodness. Like keep 
trying, right? Because again, we're not made to wallow in our misery. We are made for greatness. And greatness comes in steps. So there's that. Talk to your God often. Talk to him in private. Talk to him often. Pray to him. Let him reveal to you the meaning, purpose, and love in your life. And continue to do all these things and repeat. And if you fall off the train, just try again. Because you can do it with your God pushing you to become a saint. Anything is possible. So, goodbye, goodbye for now. Until the next episode.